0: I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, March 13th. Quincy is expected to experience rain, snow, and high winds from the impending nor'easter. Forecasters say the storm here will begin as wind-driven rain on Tuesday and then flip over to snow Tuesday night, accumulating about four inches. Utility crews are bracing for power outages. Three, bargaining sessions are scheduled with a new state-appointed mediator in an effort to reach a contract agreement between the Quincy Teachers Union and the city. The state appointed a mediator after the two sides agreed to let the talks go into arbitration. Meetings are scheduled for this coming Thursday as well as March 23rd and the 27th. The mediator will meet separately with members of the union and the school committee in an effort to reach a compromise on a new contract. Teachers say one of the main sticking points is the parental leave policy, as well as class preparation time and longevity pay scales. The city is offering 3% salary increases for each of the next three years. The last Quincy teacher's contract expired at the end of August. The MBTA's new spring service schedules for subway and buses went into effect yesterday as some speed restrictions remain for trains. There are minor departure time changes in place on the red line on weekdays, while the blue and orange lines have departure time changes on weekdays and weekends. The time between trains will be similar to their current frequency the t said there are no changes in service to the green and mattapan lines last thursday the t said the immediate speed restrictions of between 10 and 25 miles per hour were the result of findings following a recent visit of the red line between ashmont and Savin hill by the department of public utilities On Friday, MBTA Interim General Manager Jeff Gonneville announced that global speed restrictions were lifted on all lines except the Green and Mattapan lines. When it comes to buses, the T says starting now, some bus routes will operate with more frequency, one route with less frequency, and some routes will undergo routing or departure time changes. And East Boston Ferry Service resumes on March 27th, while weekend ferry service will resume between Hingham, Hull, Logan Airport, and Long Wharf on Memorial Day weekend. All ferries are back to full pre-pandemic service levels. A 19-year-old from Boston has been arrested just weeks after allegedly crashing into an SUV SUV killing its driver while speeding down I-93 in Braintree. Hedween's Quintent was arrested at his home in Roslindale last week. He's accused of racing another driver when the crash took place on the night of February 19th. The Honda Civic that Quintent was driving reached 120 miles per hour before hitting a Chevy Tahoe just before 9 o'clock that night. 46-year-old Michael Wajdag from Hansen was driving the suv was thrown from the vehicle and died at the scene. the crash left two other people in his vehicle with minor injuries none of the five people aged 18 to 20 inside the civic were injured police say that a crash reconstruction done by investigators found the civic was speeding 120 miles per hour in the right lane of the highway when it struck the tahoe traveling 75 miles per hour in the next lane over, sending both vehicles off the road. Witnesses reported two vehicles traveling faster than 100 up the highway. Quittant was arraigned in Quincy District Court on charges including manslaughter, car racing, and witness intimidation. A judge ordered him held on $25,000 cash bail. Police are still looking for the other vehicle he was allegedly racing. Police are investigating the cause of a rollover crash in Situate. Police responded to the area of 101 Border Streets at about 3.40 yesterday afternoon after 911 callers reported a vehicle flipped over in the woods. The lone occupant, a male, was removed by firefighters, taken by MedFlight helicopter to a Boston hospital his condition is not known police said the cause is still under investigation randolph police now offering a reward of up to fifty thousand dollars for any information regarding the man responsible for robbing a letter carrier last wednesday happened about 2 p.m on canton street the carrier was allegedly approached from behind by the suspect and robbed suspect fled on foot the carrier was not hurt Police describe the suspect as a black male about 5'7", wearing dark clothing. A reward of up to $50,000 will be given to anyone with information that leads to an arrest and conviction of the suspect. Robbing a USPS letter carrier is a federal offense. Perpetrators can face up to 10 years in prison. 27-year-old Cape Cod man was arrested Saturday night for allegedly driving a stolen vehicle, is now facing charges in connection to an attempted bank robbery in Dorchester earlier in the day. Lucas Gothier from Mashpee was taken into custody after police conducted a traffic stop just after 10 o'clock Saturday night in Washington and East Berkeley Streets for a reported stolen motor vehicle. Gothier was subsequently charged with receiving a stolen car and operating after revocation or suspension. After investigation, he was also charged with attempted bank robbery. According to police, it was Gothier who entered the bank at about 11 o'clock Saturday morning in the area of 1100 Mass Ave in Dorchester and passed a note indicating he was armed with a weapon. No weapon was ever seen. Gothier fled after he was refused cash by the teller at the Citizen's Bank at the South Bay Mall in Dorchester. A day before maintenance work on the Sagamore Bridge was set to begin, officials from the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers announced repairs will be delayed until March 20th. Starting next Monday, all vehicle travel on the bridge will be reduced to two lanes in each direction, While roadway and structural repairs are made, lane restrictions will be implemented 24 hours a day until the work's done. For those driving across the bridge, expect delays during peak morning and afternoon travel periods. Over 100 shamrock splashers gathered at Constitution Beach to jump into the frigid water of Boston Harbor yesterday as part of this year's Shamrock Splash at Constitution Beach in East Boston. Donning colorful costumes, 135 splashers leapt into the harbor's chilly water in support of Save the Harbor, Save the Bay's Better Beaches program. Over $45,000 was raised by participants. A new event, the Shamrock Dash, a mile-long race and fun run, was introduced at this year's Splash and hosted prior to the plunge. This year's Splash saw a crowd of 250 gather to watch the day's events and marked the 13th year of Shamrock Splashers. Some of the funds raised will go to the Friends of Wollaston Beach, which will sponsor family events on the beach this summer, including Kids Fest. Now, well, in honor of Women's History Month, the Quincy Historical Society and Museum will be welcoming back historical performer Janet Parnes in her new one woman performance as Frances Perkins, the first woman to become a presidential cabinet member. Perkins' service as United States Secretary of Labor from 1933 to 1945 was the culmination of a long series of groundbreaking accomplishments that made her one of the most influential Americans of the first half of the 20th century. As Frances, Janet Parnes will escort us through her personal and professional trials and triumphs as a suffragist, social and political reformer, wife and mother, and discuss her skills in building alliances to overcome male prejudice. There is a Quincy connection to Frances Perkins' story. She was a good friend of Molly Doosan, a Quincy native who was a brilliant reformer and political operative and like Perkins, a significant member of the New Deal. It was Doosan who organized and led the campaign that resulted in Perkins' appointment as Secretary of Labor. program is free and open to all. Janet Parnes has previously visited the Quincy Historical Society for her performances on the life of Dolly Madison, 19th century medicine, and the Gilded Age etiquette. A check of business news this morning. Stocks are down. The Dow lost 345 points. The Nasdaq dropped 199. The S&P fell 56. Asian stocks are mixed, shaken by a Wall Street tumble. Set off worries that the biggest U.S. bank failure in nearly 15 years might have ripple effects around the world. The dollar is down. The euro rose. Oil at almost $77 a barrel. In sports, Detroit beat the Bruins five to three. Boston's in Chicago tomorrow night at eight thirty. Tonight the Celtics are in Houston at eight o'clock. Forecast from the National Weather Service today: just cloudy and a high forty-seven degrees. Maybe some light rain tonight. Low of thirty-two. But tomorrow, wind-driven rain here at the coast for most of the day with a high of forty-one. But by tomorrow night, the rain will flip over to snow, It'll be heavy, wet snow tomorrow night and into Wednesday morning, accumulating up to four inches here at the coast, gradually tapering off later in the day on Wednesday, leading to a better day on Thursday, sunny, high Thursday, 48 degrees. Well, the boater today waves about a foot. Right now, southeast winds, 5 to 10 knots, become easterly, start to gust to 20 knots later today. The high tide just before four hundred thirty this afternoon. Sunrise six hundred fifty nine set at six forty seven. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy news update for Monday, march thirteenth.